Blog Talk Radio. Hi everybody, welcome to the Inquisitor Psychic Hour. Ah, 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. I don't know, my tongue feels like it's moving slowly today for some reason. Well, like, yesterday it was, uh, don't, it was tied up to your tongue tie, so that was <laughs> loosened, loosened the knot a little bit. Be... Takes time. It does. It does. Takes time. It does. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we actually have a full roster here of callers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to have to get to those callers in just a moment. But first, we want to invite the people that are listening, those that are in archives, people that are in the queue currently to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. And as I mentioned last week, or as we, I should say we mentioned, uh, 20 top 20 on uh, the magazine magazine selection of shared service podcasts, whatever shared service means. I still haven't figured it out. And also top 40 psychic podcasts by another um, organization. We were number 34. But um, what's really weird about that is uh, 34 is Neil's karmic number. Seven is his master number. Three is my master number. And four is the difference between between our master numbers. So it was no, no mistake that that number, um, that number was, was selected as far as our ranking is concerned. However, it would have been nice to be number one, <laughs> despite, despite that. Well, I hate to be called number one. Um, well, it's better I, than being called number two. <laughs> yeah, I've been called number one and number two. Okay. Anyway, enough with the foul jokes. Um, Okay, I'm going to start with 909 here. Hello. You are on air. Hi. Hi, did you say 909? That's what we said. Okay, well, hi, hi. I haven't called into you guys before. I wasn't sure if I should be the first one or not, but by golly, I am. Oh, no. Well, what a surprise you are. Okay. (laughs) Well, I was, I'm ready? just looking for a little bit of guidance. I'm kind of freaked out lately, and uh, I'm moving back to my childhood home, and my house is for sale in Southern California, and I just wondered um, numerically, uh, you know, and hidden codes of past lives, et cetera, et cetera, how am I doing? Is this something wild I've thought up now? I'm in the middle of doing it. i got to follow through, but, God, I'm scared to death. So you're living currently in Southern California, but you're moving to your childhood home? Yep. 
Exactly. Okay. Are you from the East Coast? It's Midwest. Midwest? Like yeah. how, how wet, I mean, how mid are you? In, I mean, where Illinois. are you? Illinois. Illinois. Like so, miles, yeah. Yeah, that's Midwest. I mean, I think when I was a kid, I would have said back East because it is East. Um, but not quite. Not yeah. quite. Um, not As quite. You know, civilization stopped east of the Mississippi, so that's how it works. Well, anyway, well, you become civilized moving to California, probably. What's your name? Cindy. Cindy. And, okay, I'm getting What's your birth date? 72953. I'm an 11 yeah. niner. Well, you're, hold on a sec. Hold on, let's yeah. this up. You said I was getting a three, so I don't know if you heard that, but I said I'm getting a three. You are born in 53. Yeah. So that is in your code. So, yeah, what did you think you are? 11, she said 11. Well, I have a life um, um, master number. I'm an, a nine and also an 11 from all the stuff I've looked at over many years. You know, I'm on a mission. Well, you have an 11. You do have an yeah. 11. That's in Definitely. your day. You have an 11 in your day. It's 29. So that's where the 11 comes from. So, but you also, I mean, actually what's nice is when you add up all your, all, uh, the first side of your birthday, you have an 18-9, which is a powerful, uh-huh. powerful yeah. number. Um, and you are a nine overall, 36 yeah. nine. Absolutely. Okay. Which is, I mean, you're, but, but that also involves three because three times three is nine. Huh? So there are cycles of nine within that. I mean, cycles yeah. of three within that nine energy. And you have a three in your, in, in, in the 36, which is what we deem your karmic number. So you've uh-huh. never called this one before, 99. So you would have had a change, 1999, 2000, when you were 36 years old. What happened then, then, Cindy? Uh, well, I don't know. We went into a new millennium in 2000 from 1999 to 2000 and, um, was still here in Southern California looking to always go somewhere else. Just came here for, you know, the education and uh, the career and done with it, but I was pretty much in the, um, so so in 1999, I mean, I I know it's hard. Sometimes there, you know, there's, you were in Southern California. You, are, are you still in the house that you were in in 1999? Absolutely, with no intention of staying here this okay. long. This is a stepping stone house, but we stayed, which is unusual so, for us because we're always moving around and improving and evolving. Yeah, so I didn't think there was a move, but sometimes a change, a change involves a move. I didn't think it did. That's why I said you're still in the same house. However... Yep. Um, there may have been something in your kid, your children's educational process. I don't know if there was. No, like I have no children. Never been pregnant. <laughs> oh, so you don't have children. So you, but no, and I don't like children. I don't have any, and I would never do it. No. Yeah, you said you moved here for education. So what do you mean? You moved here for your own education? Well, I came from the Midwest to California, where the education was absolutely unattainable. There, twenty thousand dollars a semester, two hundred dollars in California. So I misunderstood. So would there have been like a job change maybe um, in 99? Is there anything, relationship change, breakup, marriage, anything? Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Okay, so there's nothing that you're pinpointing. Okay, and you're wanting to know about the move. 
whether this is yeah, the right I, I just feel really, I mean, it's like a dream house. It's a dream town. I'm going to get back with my old friends again, and I really am freaked out, really don't want to do it, I'm scared to death, and I've wanted to do it for five years, and here I am being real neurotic. Okay. Are you single? Well, yeah, but with a live-in partner for 34, it'll be 34 years in September. Okay, so you're not single. You 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 you're not right. you're single as far as your marital status, but you're right. but you've been a live-in partner. Yeah, I don't cooperate with society rules. I don't do that stuff. <sighs> that's that's okay. You yeah. don't have to. Yeah, I don't so do programming. So. So you would have met him in 1987. That's correct. 1987. Yep. Okay. So what is exactly your question? Is the move is going to be well, a good move, one? Is it a bad idea? That's pretty much it. I mean, I'm really questioning myself. I've always done this kind of thing. Absolutely done the impossible with no support, no help, no money or anything. And um, I've always accomplished everything. And I'm doing it again. And I'm thinking, why am I doing this again? What does this mean? Is this a Saturn return thing? And is this a good idea? Because I'm taking him with me. Bless his heart. And he's brave and he's ready to go with me. But what in the heck am I doing? What's his birthday? He, he is 12, 27, 55. He's a Capricorn. Heavy duty. So he's got an 11, too, but he's also got a 3 in his one, too. 3, 4, 5. Well, yeah, he's got a 3 in his, um, in his month and day as well. 3, 4, 5, 12. What is he? 22, 32, 5. Okay. 12, 55, yep. Thirty-two-five. And are you retired? I mean, I'm imagining you're yes, retired. Yes. You're able to move, move, and yes, both of you are retired. Yep. Well, you know, uh, first of all, Cindy, when you were first talking, uh, your voice illustrates education, and I was fumbling in my mind. I was thinking, well, you've been ed- see. This was before you said anything, so I was thinking, okay, uh-huh. so you've been educated. Maybe she's a teacher or there's teachers in her background, but you have the kind of a voice that would, um, you know, subjectively analyze things. So a reader analyzing, probing, investigative, curious. See, that's your, that's coming from the, the vibration of your voice. Uh Now, you see what's happening and don't forget, you know, you, you and your mate, uh, your numbers equal 14. And today okay. is 7-7, seven, seven, which is 14. Yeah. So it doesn't, see, what you're being pulled with is a geographical karma. Ah. You see, and that geographical karma is connecting to your chakra heart and chakra mind. Yeah. And probably first chakra. So you're compelled to go back there. Maybe yeah. there's some, you know, maybe there's some controversy, Cindy. Maybe there is something that you have to face there, and your subconscious knows it. But it's your destiny to go there. Do it, do it. Love you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So that's where it goes. You know, I mean, the only way Chris and I would say don't go is if we saw you dying or some disaster. But yeah. we don't have to forewarn you there. 
What okay. you see, no. you're going to be a, you're a little bit erratic in life, so it doesn't matter. You move with your karma, and you move with geographical karma too. So different areas will pull you back. Illinois is going to be important to you because there's something in a natural zone there in the earth where you once yes. walked before that is going to continue right. to go there. Yeah. You mean once walked before in a past life? Yeah. Yeah. So not that's, just that's in life and past fat, life. Well, obviously she's walked there before in this life. But, you know, if you, what I would do if I were you for fun, just for yes. fun, I would listen to the recordings of frogs at ponds. Okay. You know, just a pond, uh, the noise. You know, they used to have these records where they would, some guy would record the sounds of the swamp or the sounds of the nature, yes. the sounds of the ocean. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they do it anymore, but uh, were you ever around nature like that when you were younger? Uh, there's not uh, any doubt about it. As a matter of fact, I used to do that for fun and um quite familiar with it and uh that's what i'm compelled i miss all that i i have to go back i i was an indian there before as a matter of fact i was a medicine woman i'm pretty sure don't even like the indian thing but interestingly enough i've kind of turned coded on that and i've just finished my second historical novel about that and um i plan on doing some really great work there with the local historical societies and giving some recognition to some wonderful chiefs there. So are you are you self-published? Do you have a publisher? Who yes. Yes, I'm working on my own self-publishing. I expect it to go um, much more. Um, I'm looking at strange people calling me on my TV thing. But anyway, yeah, um, I'm actually working on uh, getting it together with the local historical society and um, going into a series. So far, it's been tremendously successful, and I'm well, really excited. If you want to, on the radio, you can give your full yeah. name and your book. Well, I mean, she, yeah. If you, if you, uh, you may. Well, I haven't got it going yet. I feel it would be a little bit, you know, the second okay. one, I haven't got that finished yet. Okay. But the title of the second one is called The Girl. And okay. I haven't even given her a name. And it's based on a true story of what actually happened there. And it was a little bit, um, uh, I've taken tremendous literary licensure with it. And um, it's a knockout situation. It's going to be great. They're really into, you know, midstream, middle America. And I think they're really going to appreciate it. I put a lot of sage wisdom in it and uh, um, done a lot of... Um, great research on it so that they can actually see how brilliant uh, the natives were there and um, how sad it was for them to be walked off the land. And uh, this one Indian actually tries to return home without any map and has actually walked there from Kansas, from an um, Indian reservation where he was forced there. And he knows his way home and finds it and ends up walking into a one-room schoolhouse and asks for directions. Meets a girl. There's the uh, school, but you yes. know this all this all fits in with you being a, a you know a teacher, yes. intellectual, all that. So it all works. I see that you know you're kind of connecting to our observing comments about this psychically, but yeah, you're you're to go back. Uh, you know, fear. There's two things about fear. Mm-hmm. One is rational fear jumping out of an airplane without a parachute. No one has yeah. irrational fear. Okay. Your fear of moving is irrational. 
there's nothing oh. irrational. You know, oh. it's not. He irrational. It, yeah. It, it's not, <laughs> he meant to say irrational. You know, you I don't will. need to be afraid. You don't need to be, you don't need to put fear in this. You're, what happened one of your lifetimes is during a, during a journey of travel, you were killed, you were, uh, you, you had a rattlesnake bite. Oh. And, it, and, and you died on the trail. Well, that's not going to happen this time. Okay. It's not going to happen this time. Yeah. And so, you know, your, your brain absorbs some of the past life stuff. So when you get traveling, you start to get triggered about past life subconsciousness. Yes. But there's nothing to fear here. Uh, and I, would, I wouldn't take your journey and add fear in it. It's like putting a rock in your Right. Shoe. But, I mean, you know, I want to say something about that irrational, rational fear. Uh, situation. In your case, it's irrational. However, there there are people that m- may be contemplating a move, and the move is not the right decision, yeah. and they're afraid. Uh-huh. And so there is yeah. a rationale uh, to their fear of moving because it's the right. wrong decision for them, and it doesn't involve jumping out of a plane. No, no. But so see, I'm just saying, well, you know. I, see, but I said. No, I know. I know. Uh, if, if we saw death or an accident, right. we would say it's rational that she would be afraid. Right, of course. But yeah. nothing like that. So your fear comes from the absorbing the energy recollections of past lives. Uh-huh. And there might, some, there might be something in still in the way that, you know, you have to face, but, but that's karma. Don't worry about that. Just go and have okay. it and be brave. Good luck. Good luck. Well, we thank you so much. Home. You've been really terrific and I so appreciate it. You're wonderful to even do this for people and you're very powerful. I think you're very astute and I think you're very right on. And I uh, leave with a lot of gratitude for this call. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Cindy should join us on Facebook. That would be a great way to show her appreciation for our show. Uh, Those accounts are linked on our blog talk radio profile. But, you know, the thing is, I mean, of course, you know, if you move and there's, there's a possibility of dying in, you know, because of move, that's a fear that would come up in a person's mind would be rational. However, you can I mean, there there are much more diluted reasons not to move somewhere. Yeah, sure. You know, it doesn't have to be as dramatic as, you know, you're going to die there, but you can end up, you know, having other. You can die in, your front, in the front of your house. Right. You can not you move know. and die. But, I mean, you're, everybody's going to die anyway. But the point is, you know, there are reasons for people not to move that involve less dramatic scenarios than, well, they're going to die if they move. I mean, they may meet the wrong person. They may, you know, have financial problems. Um, they may get into the wrong group of people. So they're, you know, yeah, that, sure. that's, you know. All right. Who am I saying? Uh, 954. It's your lucky day. You're next. Hi. Hello. Hi, my Hi. name is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Um, welcome. I, I'm, so, I'm sorry? I said welcome. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, my question is um, about my mom. Okay. Um, 
she is wanting to move and she's having she has lupus and she's having a difficult time you know with the market and all changing do you see her um moving anytime soon okay so what's oh, your doors birth- open up what's My your birthday, birthday is- your mother's um it's may 2769 and your mom um, my mom is uh, January, February 13. She's 76. So February 13, so 76. She's 76 years old. Oh, she would have been born in 45. And she owns her home? Yes, she does. Five seven. All right, and then so she's a seven, and she's seventy six years old. Seventy six trombones. Twenty five. She on a multiple? Uh, I mean, I, I, obviously, I know just her master number. So no, but she's not. Yeah, she, well, she's a seven. She's a seven, so it's not divisible. Seventy six. So she's about to go into her 11th cycle. 11th cycle. 11th her year Her year is 45. Her year is 45 to be exact. So so she is within nine months of a cycle. That's why I was asking. She's turning 77 in in February. And it's July. So she's going to be in her 11th cycle of her master number, beginning her 11th cycle of her master number in February. So that can indicate a change. Well, it does indicate a change. So, yeah, I think very possible that she could be moving. Is she moving locally? I mean, is it a big move yes. or a small, she, local move? She, well, she is about an hour and 15 minutes away from us and her doctors, and it's kind of difficult to go back and forth, back and forth. So she's trying to get something closer to us and her doctors. Okay. And is she looking to buy or is she looking to scale, downsize? Downsize. Buy. She wants to buy. She wants yeah. to buy a home. And, yeah. Well, you know, like an apartment, I'm not a, well, a condo, a townhome. Yeah. She really does wants she live a house. Does she home now or does she live in a townhome? She lives like in a townhome. She lives in a townhome now. Well, the point is, yes, here's the thing. Um, I see a two-bedroom anyway, so if, if we see that, then obviously she's going to move. She wants to be closer to her doctor, which centralizes herself to the last quarter of her life. So what she's doing is she's securing the energy of the last quarter of her life, which could be 25 years, whatever. But it's the last quarter. Let's look at logistics here. So what right. that, that's what she's doing. Now, did she lose her husband? Is he gone? No. Um, they're divorced. Well, then... They're, that's they're gone. Lost. That's gone. Then anyways... Not, not death. Not death, but she's alone. She There's no husband there. So in, in, no. in, in esoteric terms, she lost And that's him. your father. Is that your father she's divorced no. from? Correct. Correct. Yes. But she's living with my brother, so she has yeah. somebody. Well... So, yeah, but she's not in a romantic partnership. So, I mean, oh, hopefully no, not no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. 
So she's single. She's single yes. and she's been divorced. I mean, well, divorced. She, you know, you, you want to know if she's at the move. I think she's going to move. I think it's secure uh, her, her her energy for you know, maybe the next five years or whatever, last quarter. Um, I think You're kind of breaking up. Your phone is kind of breaking up. It's not our phone. Are you on a cell? I don't know why we would be breaking up. Let me see. Um, let me see. Let me let me move and see. Okay. Let me try something here. Uh, so I I don't know how much you got from that, Lisa. Can you no, I didn't me? hear the ending. Yes, I could hear you good now. I didn't hear the okay, ending good. part. Uh, okay. Been, uh, okay, so we fixed so, it. So uh, anyways, she, she it's the last quarter of her life, maybe 25 years or whatever. She's going to feel more secure, and what's going to happen is that she will – that will produce in her body a better sense of security because the lupus is not benefiting from her uncertainty. So once she moves and she's grounded, which I think she will be, her lupus will slowly start to get better because the edge of her, of her well-being inside will reduce some of the effects of the lupus. Not a dramatic effect, but you'll see that she's starting to feel better. And that will oh, okay. last. That will ebb and t- you know it will go back and forth a little bit. But there will be days where she'll feel improved, and at least she can benefit from those days. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know if that answered your question. Yes, we see a move. Yes, it's a good idea. Yes, it's going to help her lupus. It will eliminate her uncertainty because she's not doing. As if she stays where she's at, she's not going to be happy. She's going to be remain indecisive. Right, and she's right. going to be worried, the, the anxiety of not being near her doctor and the hour drive is not going to do her any good. So, so question, your brother lives with your mother? Yes, yes. And so is he okay with the move? Is he open to it? Oh, yes. And how would that affect his, um, I mean, you're born in 69, so I don't imagine he is much, I mean, is he older or younger brother? No, he is my younger brother. He's your younger brother, so he's still in the workforce. Is he? Does he have to change jobs? I mean, is that how does this impact him? The hour and a half. No, no, he, he, mm-hmm. he's fine as far as um, going to work and so on. Okay, so he's he's okay with the move. So there's nothing. Yeah, there. right now he's not working. Right now he's not working. Oh, so. he's not working. He's not no, working. Not right caretaking? now. Yes. Okay. Did your mom, uh, do you have anybody older, a sibling older than you by about two years or anything like that? Yes, my older brother. A sibling. Yeah. So, uh, so, so your mom probably gave birth at the time of her karma. So she, you see, your mother's uh, lupus, I think, comes from a harsh upbringing. I would gauge that her upbringing was a little bit harsh and it, there wasn't something that was nourishing. Maybe I'm wrong, but there wasn't something that was nourishing. Something was missing. Maybe the father was vacant. Maybe the mother couldn't adequately give everything. I don't know if you know those details. Do you? Yeah, I, 
I, I'm not sure. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, sure. did you have a relationship with your grandparents or the grandparents? Um, well, there, we, we moved to um, Florida and they're in Jamaica. So I, I left at an early age, like 10 years old, nine. Oh, Jamaica, you left Jamaica at an early age. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. That's the, it doesn't matter, Lisa. It, it, what, it, it, what your question is this. Is the move, is it going to happen? Will it be good? Yes. It, it's healthy. Yep. It's good. Oh, good. Good. Real quick question. Who is the one that's very good at designing clothes or sewing or doing Probably clothes? Um, out of three of us? I no, out of anybody. Out of anybody. Oh. Anybody. You can pull from a large pool of individuals. <laughs> If you want, sewing. Um, her um, her sister. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. All that's, right. That's... Just curious. Uh, but if that answers your question. Uh... Yes, that that did. Thank you so much. Very precise. Okay. Thank you. All right. I appreciate Thanks. it. Okay. okay. Take care. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Two moves. I know. I it's a move. It's moving day. Yeah. For some reason, this call is not muting. I don't know what's going on. Seven zero eight. Can you? Are you on the air or not? Speak if speak. <laughs> I've got to refresh the page because it's just I've got a spinning wheel here. Uh oh. Okay. Seven can you hear me? Uh, we can now. Yes, yes. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah. good. Hi. Hi. Uh, my name is Malik. I'm uh, 29 years old, and I'm I, I'm currently in Paris, Texas. Pa- pa- Paris, Texas. Oh wow! One of my favorite yeah. movies. That's, you know, I don't know if you know the movie. Paris, oh yeah. I've heard of that movie. I've never. Uh, I've never checked it out, you know. Uh, I mean, it's not the biggest whole country, you know. But yeah, it's, it's we're just getting garbled. Yeah, yeah you got to uh, adjust your mic or something so we can hear you better. Yeah, well, he's not on a mic, but the, 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 your the Can you hear mouth. me now? Yeah. Yeah. What? How do you spell your name? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's Malik. That's M-A-L-I-K. That's what I have. Oh, good. I spelled it right. Malik? Yeah. Malik. Oh, I thought he was saying I'm leaky. I couldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, come on. <laughs> Not on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the bathroom. Okay. Um, <laughs> Malik is 29, but we need your full birth date. And then whatever you just said, we'd like to repeat it because we didn't hear you. Okay. Uh, my birthday is January 6, 1992. Okay, interesting because you're 29 and your year is 92. That's your inverted. Yeah. So you just have change recently. Recently. But um, what did you say that we missed? Do this poor sound. Oh, no, that was odd. Uh, Name, location, age, and of course, the date of birth. Yeah. We were just talking about Paris, Texas. I know, Texas. you were talking about Paris, Texas, but he, he responded, and I, I didn't know what he said. Okay, okay. So what <laughs> what, what brings you to the show, Malik? Um, I don't know. I just, 
I want to figure out where I'm just going in life, uh, mostly to deal with um, careers and relationships. I just got out of a relationship um, not too long ago, mostly because it was just, it was unfulfilling. When did you break up? When was, when was the breakup? Um, I, I mean, to, I, I mean, to say the truth, the relationship already felt kind of dead, but it, I mean, the final nail got, you know, punched in the coffin, I'd say about maybe a week ago. Okay. You know? so you just and, um, okay. Yeah. I'm, I just want to see uh, what do you see as far as something in the future, something that's actually someone that's actually compatible, and somebody that I got chemistry with. Because the biggest problem was just the chemistry within the bedroom, and basically our future and what she could do to fulfill the relationship. It was just it was severely lacking, and you know, I, after a while, I was just like, you know, I really. I just can't. I just can't do this no more. And that's. This is something. This is a decision you know, that I made. But um, I don't know. It was. I honestly felt a lot of nonchalantness coming from the other person. Um, as far as business and careers go, um, I just started up a a auto shop. This is my first I business of my own. From him, you know what's really weird. I was, and I wish I would have said it. I was getting mechanical energy from you. I thought you were involved in mechanics, but there, I mean, you know, obviously it takes intelligence to be a mechanic because there's so many intricacies, you know, in terms of fixing cars and things like that. But I also, what was, what was conflicting me is that he got this sensitivity and there's an intelligence in his voice that isn't that isn't typically um, so I, I wouldn't typically associate it with like a mechanical intelligence. It was it's more of a, a, a learned intelligence. So that I think is where I got tripped up a little bit. Anyway, so you just started an auto shop. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go on. Anything else you want to tell us? Um, well, I, I, I just buried my oldest brother earlier this year. Um, oh, wow. he was 45. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a really, uh, tragic event for me because I got a phone call from my dad and he told me he got shot nine times. So he got shot nine um, times. Right it's his birthday. Do you know his birthday? House. Did he have any problems with uh, any substance problems, abuse, anything like that? No. Nothing like I mean, that? He smoked like marijuana. He, he, he smoked like weed, you know what I mean? But I don't really um, consider that to be a... Well, it's a substance. But anyway, I mean, was he like a daily smoker? Um, I mean, he used to be, but... Okay, that's... Um, that's- that would be cons- that would probably fall into the. I mean, it's not like he was doing you know crack every day, but but if he's using marijuana on a daily basis, that's a substance abuse problem. Just as drinking every day would be a substance abuse problem. But um, what's his birthday? Just out of curiosity, do you know it? God, I'm so sorry. It so was sorry. March thirtieth. It was March thirtieth, nineteen seventy-five. God. 
Yeah, you guys are the same karmic and master number. And do they know why? I mean, what have they found the perpetrators? Yeah, it was my cousin. He's already in prison. He's already in jail. Wow. And what was the motivation? Why did he do it? I don't know. I have no idea. But, um, yeah. Um, Okay. Two children. Malik, the Malik, 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 the 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 good news is your age is the same as your inverted year. You're born in '92 and you're 29. Now this is going to mark a change in your energy. Well, and he we is. Believe. He just opened a mechanical. Yeah. Or automotive shop. So. The. What, if you're change. looking, if you're thinking, if if you're thinking in your brain, am I ever going to have a satisfying relationship? My premise is yes, even even possibly while you're 29, you might find this person. You're going through a change right now that is is very important. You see, the the position of your numerical value is that you're compounded. You're at 28 equals 10 equals one. Your master number is one. It's reduced twice. You've just crossed over the age of 28. Uh, so now you're now you're getting into a change where you're really finding a deeper sense of yourself throughout all your think of all your journey for 28 years now you're venturing into a deeper journey of yourself where you're not going to have all this karma to deal with and unsatisfactory relationships and a sort of malaise and a kind of a, a an attitude you know where am i going what am i doing what you're doing is you're walking through a door where you will be seeing some actualizations. Your business, that will start to pick up. You'll get customers. That will grow. Then you're going to be in a relationship, and I see the, the person in your life working at your auto shop, maybe handling the phones or whatever. Well, maybe but there's going to be a union. Not be sexist. <laughs> there's going to be a union where uh, there, there, there's a convenient sense of partnership, you see, and a mm. sense that you watch these others back. Because I don't think you've really been involved in a relationship where you really felt you had your back watched. It seems like you were, you know. That's right. That's, that's true. That's very yeah. true. So this time you're going to meet a companion who understands the quality of what it is to be in the union. And this person will absolutely love you, protect your, you, your business. You'll be very happy. I think that some good things are going to happen. It's a tragedy about your brother with the cousin. Who knows? There's some, I mean, he's, he's in jail. He'll face his consequences. But um, that's what I see. So it's a good news coming up. You're going to be happy. You're going to have a dog, or there's a dog running around. Maybe not yet. I do have, but, yeah. I, I, I already have a, a a pit bull, and she's always running around bugging the hell out of me. Okay. So there's a validation, because I couldn't tell where in time the dog was, but I saw it running around. Do you keep her at the shop with you? Yeah. 
Yeah, so like sometimes I'll go because uh, you know my shop is here at my is at is at my house, and sometimes oh. I'll I'll let her I'll let her in the backyard, and you know she'll run around the backyard while you know in my front yard I'm working on cars. So she gets a lot of attention from you. She's she, oh yeah, oh oh yeah. Tons of attention. She gets attention from everybody. From everybody, so she's she's well cared for. That's you know what I, what I get about you is that you oh, yeah. really have an art for tuning cars. Like you know, you okay. can listen to an engine and you know how to tune that car. You know exactly how to. It's like a doctor listening to a. That's heartbeat. why I said he. I felt like he there's this intelligence about yeah. him. Yeah. You know, it's elevated, an elevated sense. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You have a good ear I've, for that. Um, mhm. Mm-hmm. I actually have a an old uh, an old five police interceptor that I bought it out of Colorado when I was living out of Denver, and you know I, I drove it up here to, to Texas a year ago, and I've been I've dropped about anywhere from eight to nine grand in this car, and people ask me all the time, man, what's underneath your hood? Like I need to check that out, and they they, they be giving me money offers all the time. And, I'd be like, nah, this is my baby. <laughs> She's not for sale. Because, I mean, I've, I've taken her to, to the racetrack and whatnot. There's actually a, a Paris drag strip here in Paris, Texas. And, yeah, she'd be she'd be ripping it up and killing it out there on the racetrack. Mm. Yeah. Well, you, you know, good things are coming. And your business will expand. You'll have a companion that will sort of be your bookkeeper, uh, you know, something like that. I think you'll be busy. Um, you might, you might even open up a shop, a small shop nearby, because it, it would just get to be too much. You're young enough to do that. Uh, so that's what I, you know, that's where I'm coming from. You know, I, I'm thinking of the movie. Uh, what was it? Once upon a time in Hollywood. I don't know what you're thinking of. Tarantino's film. Yeah, that's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, among other. Yeah, films. he had a pit bull. I mean, he was a stuntman. Oh, no, no. It was, uh, it was, yeah, Brad Pitt's character had the pit bull. Yeah, Brad Pitt's yeah. character had the pit bull. Oh, okay. Uh, and what's the name but, of the movie? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Unfortunately, his character didn't have as much. I mean, it, obviously, there was a great relationship between the dog and the yeah. character, but he didn't spend as much time with the dog as... There was another movie just came out really? last year about a car race driver. Uh, it was a true story. Hmm. Um, it, oh, I don't know. We saw the movie. He was, a, he was a I car race driver. It was I, a true story. Oh, no, no. I didn't watch it. Matt Damon I, was in it. I, you watched it. I like read a book yeah. or something. Yeah, I I'm not it. interested in that at all. But anyways, anyways, it's good. Some things are coming up that's good. Look somewhere in time and space for the name Travis. You're going to meet somebody named Travis. Do you know anybody named Travis already? Uh, not offhand. So that's future. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes names will come in, and then yeah. you know they're 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 current. And you know, Travis is a real Texas name. Uh, it is. Yeah, a lot of people in Texas yeah. are named Travis. He'll probably bump into somebody. But, um, <laughs> okay. but anyways, that's where we're coming from, uh, Malik. Mm. Cool. Very yeah. interesting. 
Very interesting. And this is you the first time I've called in. Yeah. And I, I get a really a good energy. Oh, thank you. Would you ever be opening up uh, a shop? Because that's what I see. That's where I see. Um, you know, that's something. Okay, right now I have, I already have the equipment and all this stuff in my shed. Uh, eventually I want to open up an actual commercial building that I can put in my shop and I can, you know, purchase more, a lot larger equipment. More equipment and employ other people, that type of thing where you're not just the sole mechanic. It will happen and you'll make a nice income and you'll be very happy doing your passion. You'll probably open up a shop in an industrial center and uh, you'll start to build your clientele by word of mouth. You're very honest. You're very thorough. You're very fair. You don't, you know, give anybody bullshit about their car because it's like a religion to you. So it, you're going to do a good yeah. job. Cool. Cool. Uh, one thing uh, I've, I, I, I kind of wanted to know because I have a CDL and uh, okay. it's kind of funny because my uncle has a CDL as well and he was asking me the question about, well, how can we make trucking work with the auto shop? And I told him, well, we do oh. auto restoration. We haul old cars to our shop, and then we restore them and send them back to where they, right. where they go. Can you educate us a CD? Is that like a, 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 like a C? Like Convert? I don't know what CDL so CDL is. Well, CDL is uh, commercial Radio? trucking, like fucking oh, truck driving. Oh, it's, uh, oh, commercial truck driving license. Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah, I have a, I've had my CDL, my Class A CDL for about a little over five years. My uncle, he's had his, he's been driving for about 20, 25 years now. And so your question is what? That you would want it also, I, I'm sorry. Do you, I, see, do you see trucking, do you see the possibility that trucking might somehow go in conjunct with my mechanic business? Absolutely. I mean, yes. Because you see your passion for automobiles and driving and trucking and fixing cars is uh, pretty expansive. So uh, I, there's no limitation. The only uh, thing that I would say about driving, I mean, you're talking, you're, you're saying I'm interested, you're, you're talking about, are you talking about establishing a trucking business or are you talking possibly, about driving? Just purely being a driver. Well, I'm thinking we establish a trucking business that kind of goes in conjunct with the mechanic shop itself. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you want to make sure that you're you're not. I mean, you, I, uh, by all means, you can do that if you have a dry a, a, a CDL, whatever it is, and your your uncle is your uncle. Did you say? Yeah is on board with you, but you also want to make sure that you don't spread yourself so thin. I mean, if you're, if you personally are driving cross country and can't attend to vehicles that need to be repaired in the shop and are leaving it to your employees, I I would, I would be careful about balancing. That's what I would say. Well, yeah. I mean, I would, if I were you, I'd focus on my shop first. Yeah. Exactly. And then get into yeah. a, uh, industrial 
Oh, yeah. That's why. That, that's exactly why I have you know my uncle who has a CDL and he could yeah. because my idea is to have trucks go out to like different residences for people that want their cars restored and have the money, and I can get a car hauler out and just roll uh-huh. those cars on there and just oh, haul see. it back to the shop. So your yeah. uncle could serve yeah. that purpose. That I mean that makes sense. You but but you need to first I think establish a larger. Um, business. So, you know, moving to the industrial complex, yeah. Neil was suggesting, and then going from there. You know, that, the building. you'll start to see that become more visible r- around the age of 32. But between now and then, get your shop open and, uh, and you've you got a good, healthy two years and you want to do two fine. Yeah, two and a half years. Okay, Millie. Cool. All right. Well, nice awesome. to meet you. Nice to meet you. And we. It's uh, been a pleasure to meet you. It's been a real great. pleasure to meet you. And um, thank you for everything. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. And Malik can join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Hope he does. We hope that he does. Those are cancer links on our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker, psychic. You know, I always wonder how we're found by new callers, if they're like scanning blog talk radio or if they're coming in via one of our podcasts, um, like, you know, because we have our podcasts on many different platforms, Hmm. Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. I don't know. There are others. But anyway. Well, it's good to expand your presence, and that's right. that's, you'll get more people yeah. coming in. That's a good thing. Certainly. Okay, 650. Hi. Hi. Hi, thanks for taking my call. This is Zara. Hi, Zara. Hi. Uh, so this question is about my daughter. She is looking to be in a serious relationship, uh, currently not dating anyone. I'm just wondering what you see around this. Um, I can give you her birth date. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we've talked about your daughter before. This and is a different one. Oh, this is a different I'm daughter. Sorry. You have yeah. two daughters? Yes. She, yeah, I do. Okay. This is a different so daughter. How is your other daughter yeah. doing? Doing okay. Doing fine. <laughs> okay. Um, your birth date first, please. Mine is nine six sixty five. And your daughter and, that uh, you're calling 10, today. 1021, yeah, 1921, 92. 1992. Same. Here is uh, Malik. Um, 15, uh, well, she's got some, I mean, turmoil in relationships. She's born in 92. She's got an 11 going on in her 1-1 one, one in her month and day. 25-7. So she is also, she's 28 right now, right? So three years. That's beyond. right. 28. So she's currently single. Mm-hmm. And she wants a serious relationship. Yeah, she would like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, she's 20. She's uh, 20. She's 28. 
She's 28 years old. Well. 1992. Your daughter, your daughter's troubled relationship thus far are in, are in sequence to the events of her life, being that her, her karmic energies do involve troubled relationship yeah. patterns. So there's nothing mm-hmm. mysterious about that. It's what the energy is that she came in with and all that kind of thing. I mean, the thing that I just want to comment on is that she has a fairly stable home environment. You're, you're still married to her father, right, Zara? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, so, so there's a stable home environment. So the, her yeah. trouble in relationships has to be coming, uh, I mean, comes from, so, uh, what about her relationships with her peers and, and past boyfriends, things like that? Her peers, yeah, every, very good. Uh, uh, boyfriends, basically, yeah, there was one that was uh, somewhat troubled, but it ended very amicably. So, um, well, the most, re- most recent Mm-hmm. You, your daughter had a change at 25 years old. Okay. Okay. So, so she's four years past that, and one zero two one comes to a four. So she's mm-hmm. entering right now a, a a a place where she may meet her soulmate. That that's mm-hmm. coming up. Her soulmate. Mm-hmm. So you know when we say troubled, in other words. Mm-hmm. She's not married yet. You know, she didn't get pregnant. So the troubled relationships can be defined as they just didn't work out. Right. Whether they were pregnant or not. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I understand. Yeah. So now Mm -hmm. she's entering, she's finally getting, the sun's coming up and she's gotten, she'll probably tell you, my God, I met this guy. He's really Uh great. You'll meet him. You'll like him. And I think this is an old goal that they intend to get married. So I think oh, that's creeping okay. up a little bit. Um, uh-huh. Where in the background is there a, a other a psychologist or a doctor? I don't care if it's a cousin, a friend down the block, but where uh-huh. is there somebody involved in the medical field that maybe has something a little bit to do with the mind? Mind body type thing. Mind body. Um, that's probably me. What's your profession? I mean, I'm not a. Um, well, my background's in counseling, and I, I am into like you know holistic healing and have that so spiritual. You have ad- a oh, you're the Sorry? counselor. You've had a career in counseling. You've been a therapist. I've been a, yes, I've been a counselor. Yeah. Then it would be you. That's you. Oh, it's so, probably so, me. Yeah. So you, one reason you came down to the planet was to bring forth uh-huh. your daughter, so your daughter uh-huh. could actualize her journey and her destiny. Now you could say, well, uh-huh. isn't that logical? It's logical, yeah. but there's also uh-huh. a, a deeper book that's been written. Mm-hmm. So your your attitude about your daughter is start is going to st- become fulfilled. I want you to concentrate as an exercise, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. way you want to do it, on butterflies. Look at a book, uh-huh. butterflies, and watch some videos. Okay. Just uh-huh. butterflies, you know, come into the attitude of metamorphosis. 
Yeah, just don't, okay. don't reflect on butterflies in your stomach about your daughter finding the man. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the long <laughs> direction. Yeah, don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we don't but, want to do that. Um, are you, are you, um, do you have any interest? I mean, people like butterflies. They're pretty. They fly around. Is there anything yeah. beyond that about you and butterflies? Um, I guess my my uh, other daughter likes butterflies a lot. Uh, well, how do you mean that? What can you explain? Is there that? any butterfly tattoo? That's what I was thinking. Butterfly she tattoo. Just, she just she just no no tattoo, but she just uh, has pictures of butterflies in her apartment. My other one and likes butterflies. Oh, just, oh that's yeah. that's good enough for us. That's, 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 that's art, even and if that's it's not on our daughter. body. Okay, so yes. that's what we think. I mean, we're trying to answer your, your concerns about your daughter. And yeah, so you think, you think they'll meet someone now? I mean, this year, you think? Um, yeah, I mean, okay, a, a wild psychic guess is while she's 29. Mm-hmm. And she's actively seeking relationship. I mean, now things are opening up, so there's more opportunities for social social events and things like that. Mm-hmm. Is she? Is she? I mean, is that how she's trying to meet somebody? Yeah. Is she on yeah, a yeah. line? Go ahead. She's open. Yeah, yeah. She's open. She's like, you know, um, going to parties now. Opening things are opening up, and uh, also on a dating site. That's what I was um, going to ask. Is she on a dating site? Yeah. I mean, not yeah. that. That's the best way to meet people, I would say, probably no. in person. In person, yeah, that you know, she's not really fun. in favor of that. Yeah, she'd prefer to meet someone, you know, like yeah. organically, out yeah. and about, some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, she's got to meet her soulmate. I mean, it it's not too far from here. It, it's somewhere mm-hmm. relatively soon, and she'll meet mm-hmm. her soulmate, and she'll get married and be happy. Do you have any idea of, like, initial or, uh, I don't know, what he does? or? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I see him wearing a suit. So he's got mm-hmm. some Special. kind of white-collar job. I don't know, insurance, mm-hmm. real estate. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But, but okay, he, no worries. He's not like, you know, working in the oil fields. Well, your daughter is, <laughs> your daughter is likely educated, right? And yes, in a professional, yes, she is. She's in a professional yeah. field. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's, he's, you know, he's a legitimate fellow. He's looking for uh-huh. a relationship. And okay. he, has a, he has a secure business. And he wants to settle down and raise a family. And I think that the souls are going to meet. So, Wonderful. So, but I think it's white color. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. Zara. We're, like, at the 10-second mark here. So we've got to close. But um, Okay. Well, I appreciate it. I'll keep my fingers crossed. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. All right, we're back on the air on Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Bye bye.